Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Amanda Farmer, and I'm here each week helping you to demystify the legal complexities of apartment living. My guest today is Tom Wellsby, the founder of ResView. Originally entering the world as an accountant, Tom quickly shifted into the strata management sector as a contractor to one of Australia's largest strata firms. In 2012, Tom and his team developed a software product designed to improve resident communication across the high-density communities that he had under management. Fast forwarding to 2020 and Tom's team at ResView have built a white label software specific to strata management companies that handles the entire end-to-end customer service channel, including communication, committee management, maintenance workflows, contractor tracking, and most fascinating to me, as you'll hear in this chat, the data analytics that sit behind it all. Serving over 40 strata management companies and 180,000 apartments around Australia as of December 2020, the ResView team anticipate they'll be serving double that number by December 2021. Here to explain it all to us is Tom Wellsby. I'll take you right over now to our chat. Enjoy. Tom Wellsby, welcome to the show. Thanks heaps, Amanda. I'm really looking forward to this chat. I am looking forward to it too. We do talk about tech and new platforms helping our owners from time to time in our strata space. And we're well overdue, I think, for a chat with uh, another tech genius as you are. We are going to get into exactly what you've been up to shortly. But I want to start, Tom, with your personal background, if you don't mind sharing. How is it that you came to found a software company servicing our strata sector? I can't claim the tech genius name. I know I'll leave that one up to my development team, but look, there's always been a big interest in tech. There's no doubt about it. My background actually is an accountant. So I went to uni, studied accounting. I was interested in in business more so. I figured out along the road there and um, quite quickly an opportunity came up to manage a portfolio here in South Australia of strata properties that is with with one of the companies here and from that point on that was about 2013 and so yeah managed portfolio throughout that period of time and it was about 2016 2017 and that's really where the residue concept was born just due to i'd taken on quite a few larger apartment buildings and started really working with some really active management committees started working with some really active facility managers and Really starting to work out that unfortunate disconnect between all of the all of the key stakeholders in those sites and Resviews. Uh, well, at the time, I think the company we actually called it iCorp Digital. Well, I think we were still on the Apple bandwagon and putting an eye in front of everything. So that's actually where it all started out. But yeah, look, ultimately, the Resview itself has been born off the back of what is quite a number of years as as a strata manager. We had a portfolio of probably about two thousand apartments um, here in Adelaide, and yeah, look, from there, said Resview came out of about 2016, 2017, and we've been building it since. So. 
So what happened to your accounting studies? You're another one of those uh, former strata managers who is a former something else. (laughs) (laughs) I started my accounting studies in about 2010 and I watched quite a few of my peers go straight into auditing. And the company I was working for at the time, when I first started working with the, the strata company, I was in their accounts department. So I was working with the auditors quite a bit as they were coming in, whether it be for the financials of the uh, the stratas or whether it be for the company itself. And I've got to admit, I, I, I didn't get too enthused by uh, by some of the taxation um, auditing. And uh, I, I looked at how some of my peers have said walked into it and I thought, you know what, this knowledge is fantastic. I'm really enjoying how understanding numbers, but I think I'd rather apply it to my own set of you know, whether it be personal company budgets and, and in particular in the strata sector. And it really, really helped communicating and engaging with, with the management committees in particular in the first few years. So I think I just convinced myself out of it um, because I could find the application of the studies better suited for perhaps me, um, maybe my personality elsewhere, but still working on the same thing. So, yeah. Mm. And you mentioned there, Tom, identifying this disconnect between the different players in a community, strata managers, residents, facilities managers. What is it that ResView does to address that disconnect? I guess when the the concept first started, the the genuine situation it came out of, it was was a a slight light bulb moment. Um, I mean, the product we first came up with is, you know, one... 50th of what we have now but at the end of the day it came out of at a building about 120 apartments in the city it was a 34 35 degree morning so really really hot and the pool just been upgraded right so it was this brand new outdoor pool deck and everyone was the last it was a bit of a heat wave i remember as well we had a big power shutdown too here in adelaide and anyone in adelaide will remember that because it went for about three or four days so the pool had to be shut down. We had a uh, we had an issue with the pump, and by seven thirty a.m., me and the facility manager uh, had received one hundred and seventy phone calls and emails. It was just out of control, and immediately I looked at it and I just remember. I remember I had quite a very good relationship with the facility manager. I was like, "Mate, how do we? What do we do here? You can't just go print out a piece of paper and stick it up in the lift and hope everyone goes down to the foyer to read it." which is just the traditional simple status quo of 99.9% of the uh, the market. So very quickly, I, I, I then started, I already had a good relationship with a gentleman here in, in Adelaide, um, Josh, who's now our, our chief technology officer. And he said, you know what, we can get a text messaging system up pretty quickly. So within the space of uh, a couple of months, we had a text messaging system up and running that we were able to actually get people mobile phone numbers onto and we started communicating. So the whole system came out of communication. Once we got, I guess, ticked the box of communication through the 2016, early 2017 period, we then started to work a lot closer with our facility managers, a lot closer with our um, management committees and started to work more on how to improve those efficiencies across their sites so we've got the communication channel sitting there going well we can at least address the issues that come up reactively now so and unfortunately again the whole industry is really built on reactive responses so we're able to apply a pretty big tick to that and in terms of um, reductions in phone calls and emails but then we started to look at right how can we work with the facility manager next they were our next big step committee came after that but that was then around all right we need to provide a system and a mechanism for the facility manager to 
distribute surveys to actually start engaging with their customers and their, their on-site residents about improving facilities, the status of facilities. We then built an inspection system for them, which is now a very powerful system. It's got automatically generated PDFs and an offline mode, so irrespective of where, how deep your, uh, your basement might be. It, it produces some really good reports, which uh, ultimately fell into our then committee tools around having better reports so the committees can make better decisions on their, their facilities and things like that too. So I'm sure I'll cover a bit more about the system as we go on. But, yeah, just as a bit of a highlight, that's really where I started, that one situation and the light bulb in the sense going, we've, we've got to be able to resolve this this back and forth relentlessness of emails and phone calls, which many of the listeners in Strata would know well, well and truly what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> Yes, indeed. And it never ceases to surprise me how we have this technology available and we still do things like put notes up. in the lift and wait for the emails or the phone calls to come in. And I hope that having gone through this year, it's the end of 2020, as we record this, we've seen many buildings and managers, facilities managers come to understand more so the power of this technology. Who is it that you are serving? Who are your customers? Are you going to the strata managers to set this up and it's then used across a, a community and a portfolio of communities? Do you go to the building? Do you go to the building manager? Where do you start? There was two things that we had to really address when the system first came about. The first one was I was aware that there was some other facility management centric software around. So something that facility managers, in particular in your eastern states tiled developments, would take on themselves and use to run their arm of the site. But Again, as listeners will know perfectly well, every individual site is made up of at least three key stakeholders. Depending on its size, you might have two because you might not have a full-time facility manager, but it's always a strata manager, it's always a facility manager, and it's always a management committee. So, And then you've got obviously the residents and the end receivers of the performance of those, those key stakeholders. So looking at it from day one, I knew that we needed a system or the industry needed a system that was strata-centric in the sense that you had a, or at least the stakeholder centric. So a system that could connect all key stakeholders, provide an integrated transfer of information across all three, and ultimately give that management committee an understanding of their site so they can make better decisions. The management committees are always the decision makers of the site. They'll always employ the people that they need to run those sites um, appropriately from a management point of view. And we, we knew that that was what needed to be addressed. So Now that we look at where we are currently, our only target marker is a strata company looking to deploy a customer service platform across their portfolio that they can utilise for communication, engagement, customer service, and what is quite a powerful maintenance workflow now across work orders and quote requests and things like that too. So there's some really, we've got some really powerful procurement systems now too. We're connecting trades and suppliers. Local businesses have always been a part of it as well. And at the end of the day, this is now an ecosystem for the strata companies to deploy across their portfolios that definitely separates them from their competitors, in particular because it's a white label product. So you've got your own custom branded app on the app store. You've got your own custom branded customer service portals. It's your brand. In fact, we received some great news this morning. One of our customers just won the innovation award for the uh, the urban developer. So that was a really, really good thing to hear as well. And 
they've got some fantastic innovations. They've combined it with, with some really powerful security system technology as well, well beyond what we can offer from a hardware solution point of view. But they've really grabbed that, that white label um, notion with our backend support, our whole team's here in Australia, and we just build this software on a regular basis. Every week we're releasing new software. So it's um, yeah become a really powerful offering now to the Strata company. We do still have our, our what we refer to as our community link products. Our community link product is our single site system. That's where we started. We didn't have a platform that we could give to a Strata company that would allow them to manage their whole portfolio. There's a there's quite a big layer that sits on top of that that where you've got to feed a lot of data into. You've got to feed a lot of global actions. So. For the first two years, we had our standard community link product, which is, yeah, your single site product. You know, it's it's the, when the, the body corporate or the, the strata comes to us and says, we need a communication system, that's generally what we give them. But they do miss out on things, uh, a lot of the global functionality that we can give to a strata company that can run multiple offices and, um, and multiple states if needed as well. So we don't focus on trust accounting. Um, I know at the start of this conversation, we spoke about my background in, in accounting, but I think that's probably the reason why we didn't touch it. So... We know that um, there's some really powerful trust accounting systems that have been around for many, many, many years in this industry. And we only wanted to come in as a system that supported them and didn't compete. So there's tiny bits of crossover here and there, but we now work with all those trust accounting systems and uh, we're all on the same page in terms of how we're helping each other. So that's been the really big benefit. But yeah, look, it's certainly come a long way from that text messaging system to where it is now. The target market's changed quite a bit, um, but we're very comfortable where we are now. And you mentioned earlier that you are white labeling this. And for anybody who may have missed that, um, what that means from my point of view is that if I'm with Superstrata Company, PTY Limited, then I am logging into what I see as their system. I am logging in to see Superstrata Company, PTY Limited offers me all of this software. You're the one who has developed it and owns it in the background, but they have their branding on it. Absolutely correct. Yeah. So we sometimes have to explain ourselves a bit to, to strata companies because they're saying, well, we haven't heard of you before, but they probably have actually seen it. Many of their competitors have actually got our app that's been deployed, but, or our system that's been deployed. We, look, we just made the decision early on that white labeling and giving effectively giving the strata company total control over their own brand, their own awareness, their own customers, and, and effectively owning a system was really what we could see as the biggest benefit um, and the biggest competitive advantage for them too. So even if two companies have the exact same uh, ResView software, it will still come down to how they use it and how they're, they're marketing it as well. So that's been something that, yeah, we we're definitely happy with the decision we made early on about that and we're seeing the benefits of it now. So. Yeah, I like that approach too. As a committee member, would I be, if my building and my strata manager was using your software, would I have the ability to log in to check messages, check emails, see how everything's going in in the building instead of jumping into my inbox in the morning when I want to see what's required of me as a committee member today, I log into the system, which I understand to be my strata manager's system, and I can see my messages and deal with them all in that one hub you were referring to. Yeah, totally correct. So we've got different levels of privileges. Um, it's quite a complex system behind the, the account settings now, and it needs to be because the, the level of access that, that is required. So 
I'll give you a general example. Generally speaking, the strata manager will be the one that has the key super admin type control over their site. So they might have a portfolio of say 100 buildings. They would be the super admins across those 100 buildings. Um, there is another level above that, which is a company admin, which is of course the uh, strata company directors and management. But you then have layers underneath that strata manager, which management committee is absolutely one of them. But then you've also got your office bearers as well, who might actually have another tier above that. So we're not just seeing committees enter the system either through the mobile app or through the administration console to, you're right, check their messages, vote on an item, check documents. There's a really good document um, storage facility in there as well. So committee members are just rocking up to meetings, clicking on committee hub inside their app, and then they've just got everything there ready to go. But they've also... Generally speaking, it's probably a secretary, perhaps, or sometimes the chairperson also has access to the communication tools. So we've got our inbuilt document um, creation platform that allows you to create newsletters, update policies and procedures, generate surveys, send out alerts, so notices, and everything's done via either an SMS, email, or push notification, or all three at once. So depending on the severity of, of the message, whether it is, you know, major fire, then yeah, okay, SMS is going to be your best there. But hey, if it's the newsletter monthly that goes out to all residents, including tenants, yeah, that might just be an email and a push notification. And that might have been the responsibility of the secretary to, to note up after the latest meeting. And so the system does give that level of a very powerful communication system there that gives that full spectrum. So yeah. And the same thing, I mean, the committee might not have access to the work order and quote requesting an inspection system that the facility manager would. But then the, the facility management might not have anything to do with the events and the social clubs and the community wall um, system too. The committee might run that. So, yes, the system has some very powerful community engagement tools. Not every site needs those though, but um, hence why we've sort of got them offering. But ultimately, it's a custom service tool for that, that strata company. Mm. And you've mentioned that um, voting and meetings. How do you keep across the different legislative requirements in each of our jurisdictions have you got someone who's got their eye on that because i know you're right across the country yeah 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 so probably important to make note that we don't jump in the the same category as um, for instance a, a strata vote you know i mean um, i know matt larwood quite well he's, he's here in adelaide too and those guys have done some awesome stuff um, in terms of managing general meetings and um you know we sit in the field that gives a base level of uh, voting for a management committee only. We don't. We don't. We're not trading inside the waters of of a an AGM or just general meeting specific voting platform. Where we are having conversations though with with some of the voting platforms is how we can use our communication system to actually gather pre meeting information and better populate the agendas with motions necessary for voting at the AGMs and and uh, in general meetings as well. So. Yeah, we're at a level where we know if we're in line with the legislation around Australia. But in saying that, if we probably took it to the next level, we'd have to be putting a lot more effort into making sure we were compliant across the varying states' legislations. But at the moment, we just fit the mould easily of, of a management committee discussion board. A lot of our committees will actually ratify those decisions at the next meeting anyway. So they might have their chat, close the conversation out, happy with that, let's ratify the next meeting. So again, we aren't a position to try to turn that system into something that's really heavily related to voting. Um, we want it to be an efficiency tool for discussions. Yes, it's got its own polling system that sits behind it, but as we're seeing, the committees are really started going, if it's something simple, sure, make a decision now, move on, but generally speaking, be ratifying the next meeting. Mm, I can just see the benefits there for record-keeping and 
being able to go back as a committee member and you may be at a meeting wanting to ratify a decision. What was the communication about this? What did I say three months ago in an email about this? And of course, people who are looking at the records as potential purchasers, having access to this hub of information, of emails, records of decision-making. I would like to think that strata managers, strata companies, as you call them, who are making use of this software are then making access available to those who are conducting records inspections, one form or another. And I don't know if there's a particular place in your software where people would go to inspect records. Yeah, we created a um, either a CSV or a PDF dump because I, I think the strata managers didn't necessarily want everyone going into the system to take a look. It was a case of, cool, topics closed, PDFs generated, yeah, and it's now with some of our integrations with the trust accounting systems, we're actually able to automatically integrate that saved document into their document system. So when the uh, when that search is made, it just grabs the information from the ResView platform um, automatically. So yeah, you're right. The record keeping was a big one from the start. Yeah, and emails is terrible for that. So <laughs> yes, I know. And those uh, loyal listeners who are tuning in now will have heard me speak about that numerous times. Uh, anything that makes access to records easier and record keeping more transparent, I think, is a great thing in our space. So Tom, you've been working with buildings for a long time now with strata management companies in particular, and you are gradually rolling out your software, mostly in the Eastern States and South Australia. Is that where you are? Uh, certainly mostly Eastern States. Yeah. As I said to you earlier on, I was supposed to be in Queensland come April this year. So, uh, but yeah, we definitely operate the majority of Eastern States. Yeah. Have you got a case study, an example for us of a community you've been working with who has been using your software or even a strata management company using your software to great benefit? Probably the best example we had just recently, we actually wrote a case study on it. It's in, um, we might need to circulate it again or we might not have yet, but we've been focusing a lot on data, right? So tracking the interactions of the users based on the interactions of the managers. So a strata company can quite easily see the performance of managers across their portfolio versus the engagement of their customers. As an example, we, um, and this is, as I said, this is really what we've been focusing on because the quicker we can get the information to a strata company's management to understand the performance of their manager's efficiencies, the better the overall wellness elements of this industry are going to be improved because we're able to free up time, we're able to give management companies the ability to understand how their portfolios are actually engaging and interacting. So what we did recently, we took one of our customers, we showed them the data that we're producing and we're about to start placing inside their analytics tool. And I said to them, we combined two managers' portfolios and across the various data we had, they had one manager who had a approximate turnaround time in dealing with resident maintenance requests, right? So from the time the resident makes the request through their custom branded app to the time that it's in a work order, um, we had one manager that was 1.1 days, right? So the, the strata company could also see action versus unaction maintenance requests and things like that. But ultimately that was one of their key metrics. The other key metric was their management committee engagement. So, how many of the committee topics had they responded to? How many topics had they created? And then you've got the communication benefits. So how many alerts have been distributed? What type of notices have been distributed? Now, notices is quite literally window cleaning taking place in January, you know. So it's stuff that needs to be done anyway that replaces that piece of paper in the left. So the two portfolios combined, very similar size portfolios. 
One manager had an average maintenance request turnaround of 4.8 days, which I know didn't go down awfully well, but that manager actually had a, a really high committee engagement. So what we found out out of that was uh, the other manager, the 1.1 day turnaround manager in the maintenance requesting space, they had a better overall engagement from their portfolio. So their portfolio was 78% engaged, meaning across all of the apartments that they manage, 78% of those users are inside the system looking at what that manager is distributing on a weekly basis. So that was massive. That was a really big engagement. So it showed the company what a really good portfolio is. The other manager was really good at some things, but it also highlighted that they need to be better at other things. So the best thing about it for that business was that they were able to just have a super quick chat with the manager. We put our hand up and did a bit more training with that manager as well. And in the, in the month after that, that manager excelled in all the other areas. They got their time down. So there was a like 0.8. So less than 24 hours, they were getting back to every maintenance request because they didn't understand as well as what the other manager did that flow from resident request into work order. And then we've also got a contractor tracking platform that shows performance of contractors, which is you know another one that the companies are important uh, or, or keen on. So yeah, it was, that was our best case study to date. I mean, cause it's, Again, looking at that customer service platform that we are we are trying to to deploy now. Yes, you've got your benefits internally within a building, um, the communication, the community hub, all that. But at the end of the day, as a strata company, but I understand your efficiency of your portfolio, so you can retain and win more business. That's in simplest effect what we're trying to improve for them. So. Mm, I really love that. At a time when I am hearing more and more from owners that they don't know what their strata manager does or they don't hear from their strata manager or they feel completely disconnected, uh, they don't know where the money's going, the strata manager just seems to be a post office and address for them. I think this ability to collect this data is just so powerful and is going to become increasingly important, as you say, to retain clients in this competitive space and to win more clients by being able to track, improve upon that level of service and focusing on that engagement. That's really clever. And in an industry where you've got, you know, in all honesty, you know, Strata managers are amazing. This is a, an industry that requires the most phenomenal relationship skills. It, it involves a real understanding of whether it be the legislation or just the simple needs of your customers and to have a system that will actually – so it's never really the fault of the strata manager to not be able to be proactive. It's just that those communication systems, the engagement systems and the understanding of their portfolios' movements have never been there. So. It's been fantastic to see those managers that have just been crying out for that that customer service help. Not that they you know, didn't know exactly what they needed at the end of the day, but whilst we, we've been able to work with them really closely over the last three or four years and those managers aren't changing their tact, their personalities haven't changed, their, their skills haven't changed. If anything, they've got better. It's just that they're now able to fill those gaps that they just didn't have before. So it's less relentless. They're dealing with a lot more issues. And when your customers trust you, when your residents trust you, those emails very quickly turn from why haven't you done this to, hey, just checking in, hope you're well, can you give me an update on this? And that alone, increasing the percentage of those types of emails is uh, is so good for your uh, 
be a mental health at the end of the day. So I'm sure there's plenty of strata managers out there listening, thinking, "Yes, please, I'd like some more of those. Bring them on." <laughs> that's that's what we're working on the most, you know. If I was to put it to a T, that's that's really what we're working on the most. Mm, and the power of that data, it's excellent. Mm-hmm. What is next for Resview, Tom? Are you working on anything exciting in the background that we can look forward to seeing launched in 2021 and beyond? Yeah, all uh I've got to be hush hush on probably one or two of them. But, um, <laughs> okay. But they're uh, they're more late. I won't ne- tell anyone. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it, they're more late next year. And and look, but I'll, I'll be very honest and very clear in the fact that it is totally around improving that inbound ticket management. So how can there's there's a company out of the US? I forget their name now. They manage seven hundred thousand lots, right? Which is you know like a medium sized company in the US, which is just phenomenal. But um. They had eight people on a customer service desk and they dealt with 70 to 80% of the tickets that came in. So those managers, their key managers, what's called homeowner association managers over there, their time was spent dealing with 20 to 30% of the inbound inquiries and that alone, the ability for them to maybe manage even a larger portfolio but certainly focus on relationships with their, with their key clients, their committees and actually perform the duties that they want to perform and should be performing that's the big element that we're now delivering a piece of software for our MVP in that platform um, called Service Hub. It's going to be released pre-Christmas. And then we're going to have that rolled out across um, one or two of our customers in the early stages um, for probably January, Feb. And then I'm, I'm hoping um, the rest of our client base will uh, look to take that on sort of around March, April. So that would be part of our service. That's so just, yeah. And then Furthering our integrations. I mean, the better integrations we have with these trust accounting systems, the more seamless those relationships are. It is near impossible to do both. I mean, if we even try to do trust accounting and the same thing um, from a trust accounting system's point of view to do what we're doing, it's just, it's, it's really difficult to achieve a high quality engaging product. So we're going to continue focusing on on the customer service elements, providing more to the strata companies, more to the committees, more to the FMs and and building on that. So, um, yeah, but look, service tickets, um, some inbuilt chat um, stuff between one-on-one conversations between residents and managers, certainly not open building forums and things like that. I think they'll create more work, but really just continuing to drive that ticket and requesting management, um, improving the efficiencies whilst improving customer service is just our, our biggest push at the moment. So, yep. Sounds like something to look forward to. And I subscribe to the same philosophy of not doing everything and not being everything to everyone. Yeah. Do less and obsess is a good well, um, I like that. That's mantra great. there. It's not, it's not mine. I'll look it up and I'll pop in the show notes who it is. Um, but it's a good one to bear in mind. We see it a lot in our space. And I have to say from lawyers in particular, wanting to do everything, cover every area, take on as many clients and serve as many strata managers as possible. Not for me. So I can see how others in this space are taking that up. Uh, and we have something to learn there. And good on you for focusing on what you're best at. Yeah. Not oh, great. Thank you. Cheers. So, Tom, how do our listeners find out more about you and ResView? Where should they go to get in touch? Sure. So, we best for understanding and information, please come to me directly. I mean, my email is tom at resview, resvu.com.au. Feel free to even call me. My, I'm very keen to have those conversations about how each business can understand more about improving their efficiencies. Look, our standard commercial model is simply just based on per lots. 
it's pretty well a cup of coffee per year per lot. So um, I'll have those conversations with with the businesses as they come through. And, and I'd really love to talk more about our maintenance flows and stuff as well, which is described well on our website. So www.resview.com.au. We've obviously got our socials as well across LinkedIn, Instagram, and uh, and also Facebook. And um, as of last Thursday as well, we're pleased, I mean, join up to our newsletter on our website because every month now I'll be running with a few different speakers each month, just a webinar, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, just on how to improve customer service to win and retain more business. So we're just taking off bite-sized chunks of this industry that we certainly don't totally understand and we want to know more about. And I know that um, the rest of the industry is trying to continuously solve those issues. So, um, yeah, next time around will actually be our service hub discussion. I think we'll be able to show the system there as well. So, yeah, there's uh, plenty of ways there, but please head to our website and have a look at that. Excellent. Thank you, Tom. I will make sure that all of those points of contact are listed in the show notes for this episode. I'm very much looking forward to watching what Resview does into 2021 and beyond. Thanks so much for your time chatting today. Really appreciate it, man. I love what you're doing with the industry as well. This is brilliant stuff. So uh, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, thanks for everyone else for listening as well. Thanks, Tom. No worries. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today? today?